one more time. Just chat for me. Hello, hello, hello. Keep talking for me. Keep talking. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Okay. Is it keep loud chatting. now? I can't no. hear myself at all. I can't hear myself at all. Okay, yeah. Stop for a sec. <laughs> you would hope that I would remember to shift. Welcome to Expand With Us podcast and this is episode five. Holy dooly. How exciting. We actually uploaded our very first episode this morning. Yes. And um, how many downloads do we have already, Vicky? Ooh, let me just check. <laughs> <laughs> I think last we checked it was up to it 16. It was 16, yeah. And we are at 16. Amazing. <laughs> Um, 16 more than I anticipated anyway. Oh, well, hang on. Brendan, so that's one. <laughs> Friends and family. <laughs> Friends and family. God bless you all. Thank you. Um, so today we are going to talk about having compassion for yourself. Mm. Interesting. Mm, interesting topic and definitely something I've been personally diving way more into for the past 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting, but I think... I really find that we find it so much easier to have compassion for others, those that we love and care about. We say such kind things and we're so encouraging and and uplifting and loving. Mm. Um, but then when it comes to ourselves, we place such conditional love on ourselves. Mm. And we have a, you know, an inner critic and a harsh voice, a, you know, a judgmental voice, a protector voice mm. within us. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I um I've yeah you you've been really pushing me outside of my comfort zone when it comes to this stuff um yeah mm. so yeah please share yeah well share. I I think for me um tell me a bit about you and what mm. what what made you realize that oops, sorry everyone um that you needed to have a little bit more compassion for yourself do you know what I think the beginning of it was like I used to. When I started, you know, really diving into this healing journey like three years ago, you know, I would read that everywhere. You've got to love yourself. You've got to be kind to yourself. But it didn't really resonate, I don't think, until I went on a retreat. And it was with Amber Hawken. I'll tag you in this episode, Amber. Um, That retreat for me was such a pivotal um, event and just changed me forever. Mm. And it was being in a circle of, I think it was 16 women. I feel like that number is really pivotal today, 16. <laughs> I'll tell you another reason why in a minute. But um, there were 16 of us and we went on this retreat. And it was four days of the four of the most intense days of my life. Mm. And it was, um, you know, lots of meditation, yoga, uh, hot, cold, ec- extreme experiences, getting out of our ego, like having to, you know, learn dance, um, sharing, like group healing, you mm. know, sharing in a community. Um, not having to, but being invited to, witnessing other people share. And it was those four days, and and do you know what, really being held by four people that loved us unconditionally through our ugliest of moments and just holding that space Mm. really showed me what can happen and what can heal when we, you know, in those moments when we're really struggling, we're in pain, we're in our shame, we need more love, not less. Not less, yeah. And that's the hardest thing to give ourselves because we learn that from, 
you know, our parents or those around us that we're not worthy of that love. Mm. And, you know, what people fail to recognize is that self-critic, that inner, like, judgment, you know, that, that protector, whatever that is that you've been doing has gotten you this far. And it's not going to change unless you do something different. And the opposite of is is love. Mm. The opposite of opposite of any of it, the judgment, the rejection, the fear, the anger. It's the opposite of all of those things is love. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think one of the most pivotal things I heard was, you can't go from like it's like training the gym. You can't go from learning an air squat and then doing a hundred kilo back squat. You you have to just focus on practice, 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 improving every day. So instead of going from self-loathing to self-loving, I just tried to get to self-liking, like just a little bit every day. I just mm. try and lighten my inner voice towards myself. I, kept, I became my own inner coach in my mind. Mm. And, you know, when something would pop up for me, instead of, you know, being really harsh and, and mean towards myself, I would just accept it. I would mm. just kind of say to myself, it makes sense that you feel this way right now, Nez. Like, you're feeling this way for a reason. Mm. You know, I would put my hand on my heart, hand on my belly, and I'd breathe. I'd lay in bed and I'd just hug, like I'd hold myself. I would talk to myself kinder. Mm. And then before I knew it, it became stronger and stronger and stronger. And then, you know, and I'm st- it's still a, pe- uh, you know, something I'm working still on. practice. Oh, my gosh. It's a work in progress, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, another thing that really helped was learning about inner child healing and and like parts work and internal family systems work and realizing that those moments when i'm most triggered are those moments that remind me of my little my little girl so when i was four or five or six and i first experienced kind of traumatic events so that's the person i'm talking to so i used to imagine myself talking to another four or five year old girl and what i would say to her when she was hurt Mm. when she was in pain when she was in shame like how I would just pick her up and like put her in my arms and give her the biggest embrace and let her know that you know she was worthy of love and that you know if she was treated badly by anyone she didn't deserve it that was not okay and I'm here to protect her she doesn't have to go back to those painful memories she doesn't have to go back to that painful place mm-hmm. and um, really really holding her through that mm-hmm. and then you know realizing that is actually me I need to give that to my own my little Nez yeah yeah um yeah so it's a similar thing to what I've been experiencing lately as well that you've been coaching me through um and my but mine's been around anger Mm -hmm. and um yeah and it's interesting that we just had a conversation before which we should have had play on um recording but it's the moving through the the shame that you carry around you know and I've always, I've ex- like, and so my my husband he he sees it, and um and it was him that called me out on it a few times. You know, saying you're you're a psycho, you know, or whatever. And you're just like, holy shit, I am. Like I sound like it. I know I'm doing it, but I can't stop it. Mm. And um and it was such a shame. Like you do, you hate yourself. It's mm. horrible. And you you kind of I was kind of mean to myself really. Mm. And it was only you sort of saying no, but hang on, and then invalidating my thoughts around it. You know, like but like you said, by, bypassing, mm-hmm. bypassing that compassion and, and really not sitting with it. Yeah, yeah, and getting curious about it. Yeah. Why? Like, I think where people go wrong is they they, you know, and I don't like to to label any emotions as as good or bad. Mm. 
all emotions are valid. messengers and are valid yeah. and are reason. Like if you and I were sitting here right now, I love to use this analogy. So right now we're sitting in my apartment in the middle of Newcastle. We have every need available to us right now. We've got water, we've got shelter, we've got food. You know, mm. the temperature's comfortable, like we're relaxed. Yeah. So right now we're relaxed. Yeah. We're reasonably happy. We're experiencing this connection. Mm. Now, that's totally reasonable to be feeling that. Now, mm. if, for instance, in the next five minutes, I looked across and I saw a man mm. strangling a woman at the apartment on the veranda next to me. Mm. Now, what would you be expected to be feeling? You'd be feeling anger. Yeah. You'd be feeling unjust. Mm. You'd be feeling a sense of like protection yeah. and like interrupt, like trying to intervene. Mm. Now, if I sat here, if you witness that and I witness that, and you step up and you go into action where or some sort of like a total shock, whatever it is, mm. but then I continue to sit here and tell you you shouldn't be feeling those feelings. Stay relaxed, calm, happy. Mm. You would have no choice but to look at me and just disconnect from me because mm. those emotions would be valid considering mm. the situation. Yeah. So that's obvious, yeah, yeah. right? But we, 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 when it comes to ourselves, mm. we bypass that and we don't get that. Curi- we don't create curiosity around mm. why am I feeling so strongly about this, and or even what is it that I'm feeling? Mm. I'm feeling really angry. I'm yeah. feeling really, you know like fearful i'm feeling really scared yeah and then from there it's a curiosity why is this bringing this up for me what is it this is Mm. trying to tell me because it's a messenger Mm. you looking out and seeing that guy being angry would cause you to act and intervene and and do do a good thing Mm. so our our messengers of anger are the same Mm. they are telling us a boundary is being crossed Mm. or we need to change something something's not feeling right it's our intuition something's not feeling right so much for me when especially it's in a relationship you know what i mean like yeah. it's or it, it, actually my daughter is probably mm-hmm. like my two-year-old i've always um said how lucky i feel to have this opportunity to parent in a different way um because of my children my three kids are older and um i feel like when i was younger i had a lot more patience so I, and i feel like i was in more control of that that explosive anger but now I've gotten older Mm. I can't hide it as much anymore (laughs) or keep it away Mm. Um, and keep it controlled it's coming out a lot more and Mm. yeah she triggers me a lot but it's um yeah it's a yeah it can be it feels a bit scary sometimes when you feel a bit out of control but over the last few months sort of you know connecting with you in this space has made me well you've just been helping me work through that and I was just saying before it's the trigger you know if we Brendan and I had a bit of a discussion last night I was probably a bit mean to him because I love you sorry honey <laughs> um and you know said something that you know upset him a little bit normally I would be in this you know I'd be coming back with anger but it was really interesting he was you could, you could feel he was quite emotional about it whereas I was like oh, okay well it, there just wasn't that fuse anymore that that yeah, that trigger. So mm. I guess it's um, yeah, working through and just being a little bit more, okay, I did say something that was not very nice, not holding that and, you know, criticising myself for mm. saying it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I just said it. Probably yeah. should not. Yeah. That's okay. I won't do it. You know, I'll yeah. think about it next time and yeah. probably won't yeah. say that again. Yeah, and then you know it I mean? becomes, 
what you resist persists. Yeah. So if you resist it within yourself and you judge it and you criticize that mm. part of yourself, it's just going to persist. Whereas when you actually look at it yeah. and let it come to the surface and, and kind of accept it a little more, mm. then it lessens that charge. And then you've got a much better chance of next time that not being so, you know, so activating within yeah. you. So to put it into context, like I would say, you know, like say for instance, like if you're like, say I'll use an example, right? You know, if I'm noticing that I'm feeling, you know, and and this is the worst, this is the hardest thing because most people don't even know they're feeling it until they've already done. The the cycle is, you know, something like you're in engagement with someone, you're interacting with someone you feel a feeling, you react, mm. then you walk away from that feeling, walk away from that interaction feeling shame and confusion. Why yeah. did I, like what even happened? You know, yeah. it's like you go from zero to 100 and you don't even know what you're arguing about. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you feel shame, but you forget it, you move on, you don't even self-reflect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the cycle continues and the relationship just starts to wear away. Mm. Whereas what we can do is actually invite ourselves slowly to look at it, reflect on it, why did I get so angry about that? What was going on for me? Try to repair that relationship. And then we notice that we can actually jump in and intervene sooner. Like we can then start to go, all right, like next time before I react, I notice how I'm feeling. Wow, I'm feeling a lot of charge right now. I'm feeling really activated. What is it within me? And then I get to slow down. I can actually say to that person, I'm noticing I'm feeling really activated right now. I need to pause. I need to take a breath. Mm. And by doing that, you are giving that relationship so much respect. You're giving it, you know, you, you're really showing it so much value. Like, I love you and I want to stay connected to you, mm. but I'm noticing something's happening within me right now and I need to pause. Mm. And it's hard because I can do that with people that are kind of distant to me, but when it's someone that's really close to me, and someone you really love and care about, the closer they are to you, the harder it is to do that. Well, it's being vulnerable, isn't it? Yes. Everybody wants to be vulnerable. We want to bypass, we yeah. want to avoid our hurt mm. and go past, you know, the issue, mm. like go to the issue and the right and the wrong, whereas actually what we need to do is actually just verbalise our pain, yeah. acknowledge our pain to that person. Yeah. And that brings about deeper connection, deeper understanding, deeper knowing and inquiry then that person of course anyone that loves you and is in your life generally unless you're a psychopath wants never wants to hurt you no and when you invite them when you can actually speak about what's going on for you you invite them to come into your experience whereas what we do is we actually usually feel so uncomfortable with that feeling we project Project, it and then we push that person away yeah and this you can't do this unless you have compassion for yourself because having compassion for yourself means connecting into yourself. Mm. And if you're unable to, to slow down and start looking within and start getting a bit curious about your own experience and what's going on for you, mm. you will constantly find yourself being confused in relationships and not really understanding why it is that you are keeping people at, well, you're not able to have those intimate, deep relationships where two people really understand each other back and forth. Mm. It starts with compassion. So it starts with, okay, what's going on for me? Labeling it, mm. looking at it. Okay, why would I be feeling? What is this reminding me of? Mm. You know, I don't want to feel disconnected to this person. 
how can I verbalize what's going on for me that keeps me in connection with this person and minimizes the the conflict and, and where we can speak. And it's not about understanding and agreement are not the same thing. Mm. So if you and I had a, a, mis- a, a disagreement, me wanting to understand your perspective does not mean I agree with you. No. I have to agree with you. Mm. And vice versa. But yeah. I think that's what people do. They don't want to try and understand the other person oh, yeah. because they think it means I agree with you. I have to agree with you. Well, it's that whole cancel, isn't it, when things fall? Yes. Cancel people, culture. It's, well, it's that. And it's also the fact that people are just not prepared to have difficult and uncomfortable conversations. 100%. Yeah. And also, there is an unwillingness. And I'm 100% the, the so bad at this. But we also don't want to consider that maybe someone else has a different opinion to us oh yeah it's hard to hear mm. and i'm noticing myself i'm always like and i still do it sometimes i have to really be conscious to just let people have their opinions and it doesn't mean anything about who i am and actually i'm i'm really deep into some work that the holistic psychologist does around this and and why i am the way i am and it's bringing up a lot of understanding for me which is great but that's normally my pattern mm. i feel disconnected to you if you have a difference of opinion on a topic mm. and I will spend my time trying to convince you and debate with you to bring <laughs> you more over to my side like so that we're yeah, in agreement. Yeah. I can't actually be I mean I'm I can I'm getting better at it but yeah. it depends on yeah, yeah. who I'm with and what the topic is. Yeah. But sometimes just the the growth is in just letting that just other person, that person have to I disagree mm. and being okay with it and knowing mm. it doesn't actually mean anything about you or your relationship with mm. them. And this has obviously been polarized in the last couple of years. You know, everywhere you look, there's a topic that is just all about polarizing us from the other, from so many people. And I find it so fascinating because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we had one device, the TV, one news stream that everyone kind of was tuned into. So we all generally got the same. same info. Now we've got these little devices in front of us that, and then we follow different people. We we you know sign well, up and they're manipulating. Yeah, what we're seeing depending on what. And so yeah. all of a sudden now my algorithm is different to yours. So yeah. I'm seeing all this stuff that's one way, and you're yeah. seeing, and it's just. And then the more topics that comes up for that, the more I feel polarized mm. with. You know, I really noticed this with certain topics. Like I would feel, you know, certain really aligned with certain people on one topic, and I'd think they're my people. And then all of a sudden, six months later, there'd be another topic that was up for discussion. Mm. And those people, some of those people might have a difference. And then I'd think, whoa, hang on a minute. Yeah, and right. then I would really struggle. I'd feel really confused. Well, I thought they were like me. Yeah. But And so actually, in one, like, you could look at this like, this is really scary and what it's doing to people is is manipulating them and, and making, you know, and making people feel more polarized than ever, or it can be our biggest source of growth, growth because yeah. then on the other side of that, we could actually look and look at it and actually mm. really become better at having these hard conversations, mm. better at letting people have a difference of opinion yeah, and, and really start to, you know, have some great dialogue around mm. bring, bring this stuff back to the forefront and start having some deeper conversations Yeah, yeah, and Absolutely. getting clear about getting our message across. Like yeah. when we have a, you know, because every time you verbalize, like every time you go into argument or bat mm. or debate, you get better at verbalizing your argument. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and then I'm gonna just chuck in a bit of human design here because um, go for it. yeah, the throat center. You know, depending on whether you've got a defined throat center, which means you have access to that energy 
consistent access to that energy so you're able to communicate and you're able to verbalize well mm-hmm. and then there's some people with their design which is open center and so they struggle to get their message across and that's where they can receive a lot of conditioning or it can be amplified that inadequacy can be amplified tenfold and they're doing things and saying things and not really meaning to you know because they can't they don't know how to manage mm-hmm. those words and the the message that they're trying to mm-hmm. get out there. Mm-hmm. So this is where, yeah, so having an understanding of what people's energetic blueprint is mm-hmm. can help you have a bit more compassion for that mm-hmm. person and the way that they're receiving information or taking it all in. You oh. and I have defined throats, mm-hmm. hence why we're both able to talk <laughs> the legs off and on. <laughs> well, the pair of us are trying to get a word in and we can't. I haven't been able to get a word in with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I did think absolutely that. Absolutely not. Like, oh, no, I was like, go, go, go. You go, keep going. This is it. Go. Oh, I want to hear this. But then you get on human design, and absolutely. I'm like, what about you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, you know, having that little bit of awareness around what our throat centers are, or whatever that is, whatever, mm. whatever mm-hmm. energetic blueprint that we have, mm. that, you know, where our conditioning is and where we struggle. And I find it so, like, you, I mean, I obviously have heard of human design for years but never really fully understood it until you've mm. started diving into this work. And, you know, I think it's, if you haven't yet done it, get do yourself a favour, get a reading, get in touch with Vicky, get onto, mm. like, go and get your reading done. And, you know, I think one of the most valuable things I've ever received is really understanding, like, you know how you... you at, you get older and you start to know yourself a bit better and you know your weak your strengths and your weaknesses but then you reflecting back to me like i might say something like complain about myself or this that i did or that that i did and you will bring up well actually this is why and this is actually a benefit because of this this and this mm. and that just oh my gosh it's been the most healing thing to yeah. understand yourself better and those around you yeah because you'll often talk about yeah brendan and and you yeah. know all these other people and well that person's a projector so this is and it's like wow mm. it's such a game changer yeah for like kind of loosening your um you know well these, these judgment the, yeah the judgment and the conditioning that we mm. have around certain things and thinking that it's wrong to why am i thinking mm. that why do i feel that but knowing that it's actually a part of who you what well, it's a part of your story mm. and what well, it's the framework to your story so this is it's all an experiment it's, yes. it's not gospel yeah and we can work through these things and we can you know move and like mold into whatever we want mm. to but yeah it's um yeah it's been a big big learning and um yeah i'm actually doing the readings now which is really cool and exciting so yes i am on it. so how do people yeah. if people are interested how yeah, do they so get in touch look, with you it's all um yeah just getting it sorted on but dm me on instagram mm. um i'll have a web website up soon um there's a link in my bio to that will reflect these readings as well and you'll probably see more on my stories so um what it, what's my instagram handle we'll put it in the notes yes in our great idea notes. <laughs> <laughs> seems that we know how to do this now i think what's really funny about this um nez and i both being manifesting generators we have about 500 things going at once um but we always have people doing it for us and now we're, we're um we're starting from the bottom and we're doing this and we're both trying to fumble our way through the tech and um we actually are. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, and the the, the little the little um, shadow aspect of us being manif- manifesting generators is that we tend to take shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> we learn the wrong way, and we go, 
meant we're gonna have to go back and relearn all that. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So we're trying not to do that with the tech. Yes. Yes. We're yeah. definitely getting better at that for sure. Yeah. And look, I'm gonna just invite you to share um, because we love to respond. Um, mm-hmm. That's our strategy. Um, so share with us where people can work with you because this stuff that you we've we just talked about this is yeah. your work this is what you do yeah i really love it and um it's it's definitely like i'm turning 40 in a couple of months and i think in the last 20 25 years i've spent countless you know like so much money so much time energy you know kind of trying to heal trying to understand myself better and you know, in the last, I think I've had more progress in the last two and a half years with this approach than mm. I ever have in my whole life. Mm. So yes, I'm very passionate about this sort of work. So again, reach out to me either on my website, narrativebint.com or on my Instagram, narrativebint. Um, yeah, Facebook, Messenger, anywhere you can grab me, send me a message, book a free discovery call because yeah, I've, I've seen firsthand how much this changes people's lives. And yeah, one thing I'm very you know, my mantra is we need more love, not less. In those yeah. moments of pain, and you know, it's the number one thing I see people struggle with. Mm-hmm. They they place such conditional love on themselves, mm-hmm. and it's been because we have not been taught how to love ourselves unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And you know, my heart goes out to anybody who has been raised in a home where there was conditional love, and they've learnt that it's very painful, and it can be very confusing, and and really hard to understand it and unpack it but mm. if you're at this point where any of this is resonating for you this is this is what you need so this is your little call this is your sign yeah, yeah. get in, in touch. touch yeah awesome let's finish it thanks guys thanks Thank so you. much please let us know what you thought of the episode yes review us um five stars please <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah we would love to Get in touch. We would love to have uh, hear the feedback from our 16 family friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next week. See you guys. See you later.